0: welcome to 12 days of marketing where we share 12 special topics to help your business start the new year right and now your co-host of 12 days of marketing matt halloran and kirk lowe <laughs> hey it's kirk lowe from top advisor marketing i'm your host today for our day nine episode of the 12 days of marketing i'm joined of course by matt halloran a super handsome, wonderfully gray bearded, fellow bald human being. Thanks, man. With some really handsome glasses, too. Hey, thanks, best. man. I appreciate we're that. We're doing video today. We usually don't do video when we podcast with each other, but we're taking a chance that the bandwidth is going to hold up. And so far, so good. <laughs> so today, we're talking about tips on being a good guest. I will give you some insight. Our team who set up uh, the 12 days of marketing came up with all the topics that they wanted us to talk about and they said we were supposed to do nine tips on day nine but matt and i just aren't that smart so we have <laughs> six So our team are really pushing us but we have six well matt has six actually and matt is going to go on for about 10 to 15 minutes and if he goes over 15 minutes he'll be in trouble yes so matt hit it all right. Tip number tip number one on being a good guest on a podcast.
1: First thing that you need to know, and actually this is going to give it to this is going to make it seven because I just thought of one as you were saying this, is one. Just because you're a good host doesn't mean you're going to be a good guest. Uh, this is one of the things that is really weird for me. Um, I host a podcast, a number of podcasts, and when I'm on the other side of the mic, it's really really different, uh, and you have to keep that in mind. But th- so that's that's uh, that's the bonus one. So that brings us to seven. Number two is prepare. Oh my God, you have to prepare the worst thing possible for your podcast host is for them to not know anything about your podcast. You have to listen to the podcast and this isn't just podcasting, right? This is anything with public relations. This is being on a, a guest blog, uh, a, a video series or anything along those lines. So you have to well, do this, your, due diligence. this is,
0: this is for, uh, you know what, for some reason, I, I want to make sure everybody understands what this, this is when you're a guest on somebody yeah, else's yeah, yeah. podcast. Yes. I should have teed that up a little better. Um, so when you're going to be a guest, which is a wonderful tactic, right? We probably could have – I should have teed that up a little bit better. My apologies. But if you were going to be a guest on somebody else's podcast, there's actually service providers out there who you could hire to get you as a guest. Absolutely. Matt and I don't, haven't talked about that a lot. We have brought it up a number of times. Yeah. But the problem that I worry about with that is that advisors think that's a substitute for having their own content, and it right. is not. It's not. Because you cannot guarantee – you don't know their audience, you you want to build their, they build the following, not you. So you got, if you're going to do that, I would highly recommend you have your own podcast too. That's a much smarter way to do that. But as an add on, uh, being a, a guest on other people's podcasts and, or hiring a service provider to go get you as a guest on there, I think is a great idea. Yeah. So, so Mark, uh, Mark, your name is now Mark.
1: Wow. You just call me Mark.
0: Mark. Mark Allery. Yeah. So, Number tip, number two, number
1: one, again, was Uh, being a good host doesn't mean you're going to be a good guest. Okay, number two, how to prepare. Now, I have a couple other quick things here on, on preparation. So you also have to make sure you follow them on social media, find them, connect with them. message them and say, hey, you're really excited that you're going to be on their podcast. But you also need to find a common connection point. Kirk just referred somebody to the Top Advisor Marketing Podcast, who was a CNN weatherman and a Weather Channel weatherman for like 25, 30 years. This guy was unbelievable. Probably one of the best voices I've ever heard. In the middle of the podcast, he brought up the fact that he's a dog lover and he had done research. It's pretty apparent. It's in my freaking bio that I love dogs. And we talked about it for a minute. It was just a great way for us to connect and just, you know, kind of see that we were on the same page. So
0: make so sure. He brought, so he, he did the homework and when he came on the show, he he brought up dogs. Absolutely. And that's part of
1: a, a key to being a good guest. That's a good human really. That's,
0: yeah. That's being a good advisor too, right? Yeah. Just imagine for a client comes into your office and you know, a little bit, you've done some research mm-hmm. on their Facebook or whatever, and you can ask them questions about that that stuff's amazing. Sorry.
1: Yeah. Well, and it and it, it really is. Yeah. And it's funny because, you know, uh, I think I've said this a couple of times, but, but I'm writing a book, uh, The Art of Podcasting. And it's funny because a lot of the things about being a good podcaster are actually just being a hu- good human, right? So number three, we're going to try to get through these quick. What to say or do. And the reason why we bring this up is because there are some techniques that you have to have as a person. And the first one is this is a life lesson, not just a lesson for being on a podcast, being on TV or anything, which is if you feel like you've been talking too long, you probably have been. I want everybody to burn that into their brain because advisors specifically do this in client meetings all the time. I meet with their teams and they're like, oh my God, it was another three and a half hour meeting. And the advisor does the majority of the talking. Just keep it short. You want to talk in points that they can pull, whether it's media, right? So uh, I remember being interviewed for the Wall Street Journal and uh, I talked to this lady for probably 20 minutes. She used two sentences right? Which is fine. I'm still in the journal. I'll take it. But I know that I have to speak in sound bites because that's, what's going to help them pull what they need. And also if you are working with a, if that podcaster is working with a company that does like a social expansion of the podcast, they're going to want that too. Next, answer their questions directly. I don't care what you want to talk about. You want to answer their questions. A lot of times the, a good host will say, well, Hey, what should I have asked you that I didn't? Take that walk through that door. But if they don't ask you that, stay on focus of what the podcast is about. Tailor your content to what the the podcast is about. And then finally, make sure you engage with the host. Podcasts are supposed to be a conversation. They're not supposed to be
0: a treatsy or a presentation. Yeah, I love the second last point you did there. When you ask that on the podcast with guests, um, I always find there's some really great fill-in stuff there. Not only fill-in is not important but stuff that just didn't come up that they recall either when they weren't writing, you know, preparing their notes or whatever. Anyway, it's a great question. So another one, which I struggle with mightily, (laughs) I believe because I speak so fast at times is speaking clearly. You speak fast, but I find you're very clear. Well, and part of that is I know what my verbal issues are,
1: right? So I know I say, right. So, um, you know, I, I, everybody has those, I try consciously to pay attention to that. And also, part of it is being prepared, Kirk, right? Uh, I, I, I come onto a podcast as a guest. I already know what the hell I'm going to talk about. A lot of times, they'll send me questions ahead of time, just like we do. And I, I pay very close attention to that. The other thing that is very important when it comes to speaking clearly is something called matching. And this is really, really important to engage with your podcast host's audience if your podcast host slow talks, you got to slow your voice down. If that podcast host talks as fast as I do when I'm trying to get a lot of information out, then you need to speed your ass up because you have to match. Because if it's you talking really, really fast, like you're from, you know, Brooklyn, uh, and then the, the person on the other end, uh, the host is from deep south Georgia, right? If there's going to be too much of a contrast there, and you're really going to lose the interest of the audience.
0: That's a... When you talk about speed, I, I I immediately go to an uncle of my wife. He's a wonderful guy, but he speaks so slow. You can't help but relax talking to him because you have to go on his level. Yeah. It's like every time you talk to him, you feel like, well, we might as well just open a bottle of wine. Because if Cause you're we'll- going to talk that slow, I might as well. <laughs> anyway. Um, okay, uh, So what's, so that was sort of the first one, two, three, four points. What's point number five?
1: Point number five is is where you need to be physically. One of my favorite stories about being a podcast host was early on, we had these two ladies on who we still have great relationships with. They're, they're coaches, performance coaches and productivity coaches. And uh, we were on Skype back then and uh, they had their cameras on and they were both wearing towels over their heads. And I was like, what the hell are you guys doing? It's like, oh, we read somewhere that you have to keep towels over your head so that you don't get any reverb or... or, or, you know, external sound. I was like, look, guys, just take the damn towels off. As funny as it is, take the towels off your head. But you have to be in a good room, which means you don't have your phone on. Don't have your notifications on on your computer. Turn off your damn cell phone. Turn off the phone in the room. If there's a really powerful fan um, and if you can control that, try to turn it off for the length of the podcast. Quiet is key. It's so important for there to be high-quality sound on a podcast because it's all you got.
0: Yeah, it's really important. I listened to a podcast uh, on the weekend, and the quality wasn't great. And you find yourself struggling to yeah. hear stuff. And then there was another one I listened to last week where they had a mic on a desk. Oh. And the guest kept had a big ring on his hand. And every time he put his hand on the desk, it clicked. And then every time they move their papers and shuffle their papers, be really careful about um, extra noises that you can create in those environments and, and make sure you get them out because it's really frustrating. Because And most podcast listeners I know, the, you know, having a certain level of quality is really important. There's less scrutiny in my mind when you go from good quality to really good. Like I don't think as many people care about that, but it's got to hit a certain level. Yes. So that was point number five. What's number six? Drink water.
1: Uh, One of the other things that happens on podcast is lip smacking, which is this. When you open your mouth, you're going to make that noise. And it's really annoying to the listener, especially if you do it a lot. There's a couple of quick ways that you can take care of that. Number one, always have room temperature water nearby. And here's why. One, if it's hot, you could burn yourself and start screaming, right? We don't want that on the podcast. The other thing is if you have ice in there, if you take a drink, the ice is going to make noise. Uh, That's another important thing. But the other great tip, this is one of the best pieces that I ever got when I started doing radio when I was really young, is always keep your mouth open before you talk. So as you're about to prepare your response to something, very quietly open your mouth and keep your mouth open just a smidge. Before you answer the question, and then the lip spank, the lip smacking will be gone.
0: We were recently in um, Dallas for a conference, and there was a group of um, people at the back of the conference who were in coach. Coach, I know. I how I just said that shows I'm Canadian, doesn't it? (laughs) A little bit. And they were drinking beer, doing shots, and recording videos. Do you remember the name of them? I do. And I thought that was just crazy. But those guys are set up for for no lip smacking, aren't they? They, they are because beer. they're
1: liquid as heck, dude. You
0: he said they have a beer in one hand. And if they say in the episode I watched, if they say tax or Roth, you have to take a drink of of hard alcohol. I can't believe that's actually a thing. But it sounds like they have a huge audience <laughs> and they're all retire-holics. Yeah. I guess the alcoholics who talk about retirement. Well,
1: they, (laughs) and their setup was
0: beautiful, wasn't it? I mean, they had like couches and stuff. And they were, they were, they were uh, intelligent. They had good conversations. They had some great guests who all seemed to really enjoy it and bought into the having a beer in your hand system. Um, I don't think the guests were as big on the do a shot in between, (laughs) if you said the wrong word. At the middle of the conference at 9 a.m. But I will say, those guys, they were recording throughout the day. By the end of the day, they must have been feeling it. Yeah, they must have been sloshed. some serious talent right there. Yeah. And so those guys are drinking beer. So we recommend water, but if it's got to be a beer, hey.
1: That's true. As long as you don't open the beer while you're recording. Because we don't want
0: that noise, right? Yeah. Well, it depends. These guys are not hiding it. They're on video.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, The next one is pause after responding and before responding. Here's why. Post-production. Very few of you think about post-production. And you want to make sure that you have a space in between the end of the question and the beginning of your statement. And then also, hopefully, that there's going to be a space after you get done talking and that editor.
0: Okay. Or I'm sorry, and your host. is that? Why, why do you want a space? So you can cut me out?
1: Well, yes, easily? absolutely. So if I can cut you out, that's, that's really, really important. And maybe you said something that was not going to be compliance approved or, you know, something along those lines. A, ab- absolutely.
0: Yeah. I, I, I recently did a video and I thought I was going to surprise our marketing person with it. So I said, you know what, I'm going to edit it. And when I made, when I paused, it was so much easier to edit anyway. So that's, you know, spacing is a really good idea, but yeah. I never really think about it, but I'm glad you do.
1: Well, I do a lot. Uh, in fact, part of our our setting guest expectations is talking about the pause, but then talking about number eight, which is the use of silence. No podcast is really technically supposed to be live. That just means it's lazy, right? That means they're not going to send it to get mastered and the ums, and you know, is taken out. So use silence. And here is the best way to do that. When you have a question that is asked of you that you want to take a moment to answer, tell the host that you're going to take a moment because you want to think and have the most thoughtful answer. Take a deep breath in, not like you're wheezing into the microphone, but take a deep breath in and take a moment to collect your thoughts the reason why people go to their verbal go-to's is because they're bridging silence they're uncomfortable they don't know what to do they don't know what to say and they're just rambling until they get to the point don't do that now I've got one more and uh, and this will actually make it nine which is don't talk over the host oh my gosh uh, this Are you is
0: talking
1: about? <laughs> yes but no see Now you just talked over me as the guest, but I don't want, uh, I don't want you talking over the host. The minute you hear a host make a noise, you shut up. And the reason why is because maybe they're going to redirect you. Maybe they have something. It it, it really is their show. So you really need to give them the control. So I'm going to go through all of these one more time, how to prepare what to say or do speaking clearly, where to be located, drink water, pause before responding, use silence, and then finally don't talk over the host. Those are the nine tips Eight and a half
0: tips. I know why you added that last one because you wanted to make it clear that the host is more important than the guest. It is their show. You're usually the host. Yeah. The self, yes. Yeah. It was all about you, is what I'm trying to say.
1: Well, no, it's all about the guest, but it is my show. And so, therefore, I'm trying to make you look good. And so, if you're not looking good, it's my job to make you look good. So, shut the heck up.
0: I know. I was trying to be funny. It didn't didn't work. Dude, I got you. I thought I knew where you were. nine tips on being a good guest Yep. today was day nine of our 12 days of marketing if you haven't subscribed please do and the christmas season or the holiday season is upon us if we forget to in the other episodes have a wonderful season and thanks for joining us as always see you on the other side of the mic brought to you by top advisor marketing a done for you podcasting solution built just for trusted advisors oh
1: This was brought to you by iris.xyz, a platform helping financial professionals become better in business and life through
0: new media and new voices. Visit them and learn more at iris.xyz.